So you've been walking through the steps and the principles of celebrate recovery, and you come to this question. It's a tricky one. It's this question of uh, powerlessness, but through the lens of loneliness. And the question is, is loneliness a choice? Today, we're going to talk about it. Welcome to the Celebrate Recovery official podcast. This is a podcast that shares life change stories, help bring courage and hope through leadership wisdom, all centered around the Celebrate Recovery principles based on the Beatitudes, where Jesus tells us how to find freedom and healing from our hurts, hangups, and habits so that we can walk in the freedom, the newness of life that he promises in the gospel. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with drugs and alcohol and perfectionism. My name is Rodney. I'm the global field director with Celebrate Recovery. Hey, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us uh, today. We've been seeing some good traction, good feedback from you guys um, that are listening. And thank you for giving us a high rating. I've been just overwhelmed and blessed by the the comments you're making on the rating and, and sharing it on social media and your email through text and getting the word out so that we can reach more people. It means a lot. But grateful for our conversation. It was a fun conversation. I have a special guest. Uh, you know her as the co-executive director of Celebrate Recovery. Jenny Baker is in the house, and I'm so pumped to be able to have this conversation with you, Jenny. Welcome. Hi, thank you. My name is Jenny, and I'm a believer who struggles with codependency, and I'm an adult child of family dysfunction. Hey, Jenny. So, Jenny, you and I kind of had <laughs> some fun conversations on this. Uh, in the step study, and, and if you're listening, you're like, what the heck is a step study? Well, a step study is is a, is a process. It's, it's walking through the curriculum of Celebrate Recovery where we we really kind of dig deep into the good reasons why we do what we do. We, we kind of organize our pain. We organize our, our character defects. We learn to walk through the, the men's and forgiveness process and ultimately uh, figure out how we can be used by God to not waste the hurts in our life. But one of the, the processes in these small group step studies where we're working through these workbooks and answering questions um, is to uh, answer honestly and through vulnerability, writing out our answers so that we can share them with uh, other people in a gender-specific uh, small group. But Jenny, you and I were talking about in the step study, there's this question in lesson number two, it's the powerless lesson, and there's a question in there that can kind of cause you to kind of stop and think a little bit, but it's this question, do you believe loneliness is a choice. Why or why not? So I'd love to kind of lean into, you've been through several step studies, led several step studies. How does that question land on Jenny Baker's heart? That's funny. Thank you for asking. Um, so I, 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 I've lost count of how many steps that I've done, but I did do my first step study nine years ago. Um, wow and or completed it almost nine years ago um and when i first did my very first step study um i took everything um as i read it as truth in each lesson and actually in this lesson in the step study book um it says loneliness is a choice so you read 
the lesson first and then you answer the question. So when I got to this question, I was like, <laughs> yeah, what, what do I do there? Right. It feels like a kind of a loaded, loaded question. Is it a choice? It says it's a choice. So am I supposed to answer it this way? Right. And I'm a rule follower. I want to do things the right way. So, um, so I was like, yes, loneliness is a choice. Um, and so I kind of stuck with that answer for a couple of years. And then I think it got to my fourth or fifth step study that I was leading. And I, I lead with pastor's vibes a lot of the time. And um, what I have since learned is that pastor's wives can feel very lonely. Mm. That's a very lonely group of people. And, um, and in this particular step study, I watched one of my women, one of the women answer. And um, I watched her almost like be burdened with shame Mm. as she was trying to struggle through answering this question because she was struggling with feeling very lonely. And in her mind, she says, I know the lesson says loneliness is a choice, but I feel really lonely and I feel like I'm reaching out and I feel like I'm trying to make friends and I feel like I'm doing all the right stuff, but I still feel really lonely. And I just watched her, um, yeah, it was heartbreaking to watch her feel so sad and feel almost shamed by the question. Yeah. So it might be good, Jenny, and kind of putting you on the spot, just kind of thinking out loud with you is we're looking at loneliness. What is loneliness? Cause it's, it's a real emotion right i mean there i think i think sometimes we we can make it a behavior right but it's it it's kind of what i hear you saying it's almost like saying is hopelessness a choice right i've i'm either feeling hopeless or i'm not if i'm feeling lonely um is that is that the effect of me not choosing the right road or is it the effect of woundedness and brokenness. Yeah, I think the first thing to identify like you said is is it a behavior? Yeah. or an emotion. And I think so often you hear people say I feel lonely. So I tend to think of it as a feeling. Yeah. Um and can you choose how you feel? Right. Right? Uh, um I feel lonely. I feel sad, I feel angry, I feel, you know. Right. Yeah, that's a, such a it, it it never hit me like that until you just said that. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, we would never say, well, you're sad. Just be happy. Just choose yeah. choose to be happy. And it's like, well, is that, it feels like we're a little bit misattuned with you if mm-hmm. you are coming in with lonely saying, well, just choose to be not lo- lonely, right? <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I can't just not be lonely because you're telling me to choose it right and we'll get to the heart yeah. of what that means in this. We're not, you know, we're not going to rewrite the curriculum. There is some, there is a frame for that question, and we'll get to that in a minute. But, but it is a, it is a fun question to kind of, intriguing question to kind of lean into. Um, it's a feeling. It's it's like a state of uh, maybe an aftermath of what's happening around me, and 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 even as you said that. I could kind of feel that in my chest when you said a pastor's wife is saying I'm lonely and it's not because mm-hmm. I'm not choosing the right path. I'm doing everything I can and mm-hmm. I'm just lonely. It's like, Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, there was a time last January, actually, if I had to pick three things that I was struggling with and I felt lonely was one of those things. Mm. And it's hard yeah. when you feel lonely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, we can be doing all the things. It, it, it kind of brings up just even depression, right? It's like sometimes we look at depression, the opposite of depression is just happy. And no, in depression, we feel numb. It's just a feel, right? And so to say, well, just mm-hmm. stop being sad. Just be happy. And it's like, ugh. It's like looking at our child. I know you have kids. I mean, looking at our kids that are bleeding and saying, hey, just stop bleeding. It, yeah. it, it feels yes. a, a little misattuned, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. And I, I, so it's tricky when it says, do you believe loneliness is a choice? Um, I personally, I would have said yes. Yeah. Because the lesson says. Yeah. Because the lesson says I would have said, yes, loneliness is a choice. And then I would have tried to figure out an explanation that fit my belief of why I believe loneliness was a choice. But I will say that now I do not believe um, loneliness is a choice. And it's interesting when I lead step studies now, um, I will always go first on that question Mm. so that they have a chance to hear me um, not say not reiterate what the text says, you know, to kind of allow them to go, Oh, I can answer it. However, I truly feel it doesn't yeah. have to be exactly what the lesson says. I can, I can answer it how I actually believe. Yeah. Well, and that's so good. I love that we're talking about this because none of the questions are loaded, right? They aren't saying yes. answer it this way. And and sometimes with that question, we can look at it and say, well, you better answer it this way, right? And But what if you're not there, right? And we would never do mm-hmm. that with any of the other questions. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think of one like, how have you compared your heavenly father to your earthly father? Well, maybe mm-hmm. I haven't. And it's like, well, actually, I haven't. I've That's one of the blessings I have. I've been able to not do that, right? We're not, we're not saying that, well, you if the question's there, then you better answer it that way or you're not following the rules. Then we lose the heart of what a step study is, right? Vulnerability, honesty, exactly. uh, mm-hmm. being, being direct about where we are. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you're saying that. So, so yeah, just that, that scenario, uh, this pastor's wife, and I love how it kind of reframed for you. You're reframing for me because I'm the same way. I, for years, I was kind of prepared to kind of, dig my heels in and say, no, I, I believe that Jenny. (laughs) Now I think, I think there are, there are, there's solutions to help us with that, but it is important Mm -hmm. just, you know, the heart of that, the choice is what am I going to do with the loneliness? I think is kind of the heart behind it, but it's kind of become a, you know, this is your choice. And if you're feeling this, then you must not be doing enough and performing enough and, which feels cruel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think that awareness is always one of the first steps in helping make a change. Right. And so when we remove hmm, the shame of you're choosing to feel lonely, Mm. then we make it okay for someone to say, I feel lonely. Uh, Wow. 
Yeah, I love that. Just permission. Uh, just that use of just the permission. Hey, if you're lonely, you have permission mm-hmm. to be lonely here. And I love, you know, I just think of our mental health initiative as a whole. It's like, it's like if you are feeling something and you're in a, in a bad spot, we'll give you permission to share that. And we're going to love you anyway. Yeah. We're going to meet you in that. And so just, yeah, I love that language. Just we're giving you permission to, to say, you know what? I'm doing all the stuff that I've always done. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have, we check things off. Don't we? It's like do this, 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 and this, and then yes. you won't feel this, this, and this. And, and that's not always mm-hmm. the case, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so as you're, as you're kind of processing, I love how you reframe that for us and our listeners are probably kind of shaking some people up and like, wait a minute, I've, I've always answered that that way. What have I been doing? I know. And, and it's okay to say it is a choice. If it's a choice for you, then that's fine. That's your experience. And so either way, we're not shaming that. Um, but it's just, yes. it's staying yes. curious, right? Stay curious with the possibility that someone may not be in that place. Well, I had a, I did have a, a lady in my current step study answer that with, yes, I do believe for me yeah. that loneliness can be a choice at times. And then she went on to explain what she meant by that. And I went, wow, that's probably the best explanation of how loneliness can be a choice that I've heard because yeah. I definitely fall into loneliness is not a choice camp. And then I just a couple of weeks ago heard this lady sharing my step study and I went, that was a really beautiful explanation of how for her, she feels that loneliness can be a choice. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And it's such a good reminder. One of our small group guidelines, if you're listening and it's like step study, I'm learning about step study, small group guidelines are something we read in these step studies. And this is one of those good reasons why, right? And one of those guidelines that we read is, uh, we won't attempt to fix anybody. It's not our job to fix anybody, right? And so if in my sharing, it's like, well, you know, the truth is, and this is the right answer, and anybody that doesn't agree with this is, you know, they're not following recovery, right? They're not working it. it you know, and then we moved into re, into fixing each other, but, um, or cross-talking, right? There's a form of cross-talk. Mm-hmm. So, so just to be able to speak from my experience and man, I learned just like you and I talking, you and I would never be in a small group because we're gender specific groups. But as you're <laughs> sharing your experience, it changes me. It, it, it mm-hmm. you know, it's, that's a big part of the the step study process is listening as much as it is sharing isn't it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's how my perspective was originally reframed when I listened to that woman in my, that step study, my fourth or fifth one, when she shared about how she did not feel lonely when this was a choice. And that's what started reframing that thought process for me where I went, Oh yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to take a a quick, quick break here, but uh, talking to Jenny Baker, the co-executive director of celebrate recovery and uh, global ministry that helps all of us, all human beings to face their hurts, hangups, and habits. And we're having a great conversation about is loneliness a choice and kind of unpacking that and it's already some great conversations. Uh, we're going to continue the conversation when we come back. Stick with us. We'll be right back. 
Hey, Celebrate Recovery, we want to just let you know we've got an exciting opportunity for you. If you have some new leaders in your ministry that have never been to one of our national trainings, we've just made it even easier for you and your team. And even better, we've made it where it's a lower cost, so you don't have a huge investment uh, for new leaders, or maybe you're trying to start a Celebrate Recovery and you want to you want to get equipped with this valuable training. Um, we've got an online training for you, and so January 28th, we've got a we've got an online training of the seven keys. These are what we call the seven pillars that help you to start and run a Celebrate Recovery. Proven and effective keys to to help you run a celebrate recovery. And so, all you got to do is go to crconferences.com forward slash seven dash keys and sign you and your team up. And we're we're encouraged that that we can provide this for you. We've got loads of training. We've got live panels, a mental health initiative, cultural communities, and so much more. So we hope that you'll join us online January twenty eighth. For the online training conference, Seven Keys. Hope to see you there. Welcome back. We've been talking uh, with Jenny Baker, the co-executive director of Celebrate Recovery, and talking about one of those questions in the step study small groups of Celebrate Recovery in the powerless lesson of, do you believe loneliness is a choice? And and Jenny, you've been uh, kind of challenging me on my thinking and kind of rewiring uh, some thinking on my end. So I appreciate, um, yeah, just hearing your heart in that. And, and I think kind of what I'm hearing is just that, hey, where, whatever your experience is, that it is possible that you could be lonely and you are doing everything you possibly can. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about this question. And so far, we've only talked about the first part of the question, which is, do you believe loneliness is a choice? Um, Which I could stand on a soapbox and talk about that particular thing (laughs) all the time. I always, I always laugh with my step study ladies. I tell them, okay, I'll get off my soapbox now and I'll get off this question. But there is a second part to the question, which I think is really important. And it says, how has your denial isolated you Mm. from your important relationships. And I think that's really important because kind of what we talked about earlier is that loneliness is a feeling yeah, and emotion, right? And we can't always choose. We can't choose how we feel, but isolation is a behavior hmm. and we can choose behaviors. So I think what you just said is that sometimes we can still feel lonely and be doing all the right things. Yeah. And that's, That's really true. But I think sometimes we can feel lonely and this question gives us an opportunity to look at it and go, am I choosing any behaviors that is adding to my feeling of loneliness? That's so good. Yeah. And I just want to kind of just reiterate what you say, because it's so important and so rich that, that we can acknowledge that loneliness is a feeling that it's, it's, it's an experience based on the trauma, the wounds, the experiences that we bring into that room. And in each of us have a different experience, right? And we, we can be honest about that. Um, and if you believe it's a choice, write down, it's a choice and share that. And if you don't, then you have permission, but, but we're not just going to leave you there. Right. And it's so important that we, it's like, well, 
And it's, it's interesting that the irony of this is it is in principle one. And we talk about in this principle that we realize that we are powerless to control our tendency to do the wrong thing. Right. Is that this, <laughs> this idea of powerless, sometimes that can be misconstrued as well. I just can't help myself. This is just the way I am. And I just got to live with it. It's not an identity piece. And I think sometimes we're scared to, to state the, what we're feeling because then it's like, well, this is my identity. No, your identity is in Jesus Christ. This is what you're struggling. You're struggling with loneliness. So what are you going to do with that? And that's so important. I love that you said that we're not going to leave you there. There are actually, there's a process and, and you, and you mentioned isolation, that isolation yeah. is a choice. Yeah. Yes, that we can be making choices to isolate. I know that for me personally, that when I am um, sad, um, overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, um, isolation is a behavior that I tend to turn to. And so when I find myself... Um, feeling sad, but then also feeling lonely, I have to stop and go, okay, am I, am I pulling away from the relationships in my life? Because that does tend to be a behavior that I struggle with because it's like, I'm so, I have so much energy and I don't have the energy to, to put into reaching out. And it's like, all I can do is just get through my day. And so then I get home and you just like curl up in a ball and isolate. But it is worth fighting against that and at least reaching out a little bit. Yeah. I love that. And what, uh, this is so fun. I'm, I'm really enjoying this conversation. So yeah, what I love about celebrate recovery is it doesn't just give you space to acknowledge where you are, right? We, it's safety to say, this is where I am. I feel lonely. And it's not like, okay, thanks for sharing and hope it works <laughs> out for you. <laughs> um, we're actually, <laughs> We're actually giving you a buffet of so many options. That's why coming to the general meeting night is so important in it. Because, you know, I know Mac has said this for years, you know, get your rear end there and your heart will follow, right? If I don't feel like going, just get your butt there, you know, and (laughs) your heart will follow. But, But just getting into those groups, going to the open share groups, connecting with my accountability team, reaching out and not just making loneliness kind of a a destination. It's just letting me know where I am. And Celebrate Recovery gives us a great space to, to face that and deal with that, right? It does. And I think that one thing isolation does is it tells us that we're alone in our struggle. Right. We get that that lie of no one else, um, no one else uh, understands or no one else has has made the mistakes that I've made or no one else has been hurt the way that I've been hurt or no one cares um, or there's nobody to hear my pain. No one sees my pain. Um, And you go to celebrate recovery um, and sitting in that open share group um, or even before that, let's say large group and you hear a testimony and you get to and you hear. Yeah. Like how many times do we sit in your testimony and maybe you don't identify with the whole bit, but there's a part where you're like, that is so me. Yeah. You just put words to something I've never been able to put words to yeah. a feeling that I have felt or, Oh my gosh, I do that too. Oh, I had that similar experience and I, Oh yeah. I have that same behavior on this end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or so, sitting in the open air group. 
Yeah, I love that. So good. So Jenny, what what are some of those things? I mean, I'm thinking about, you know, a lot of times um, I'll hear men and women, because it's not just a male issue with pornography. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've loneliness is kind of one of those roots that can kind of become uh, a path toward pornography to try to not feel lonely. And then we mm-hmm. just feel despair mm-hmm. and it, it fuels that. But what does that look like in your life? Uh, what were the things that that when you were in that place of feeling lonely, you mentioned isolation. What, mm-hmm. what would be some of those things that you used to and what do you do now? You've kind of alluded to it a little bit on the front end, but what, what would, be, would be some of those things that you used to? I feel lonely and would kind of be your, your go-to strategy. that My go-to's? Yeah. Putting you on the, the spot. The, to pull out of loneliness? No, yeah. you're fine. Are you yeah. saying to pull out of loneliness? Yeah, to pull lonely? out of it. That's maybe maybe someone kind of to that point of, oh, that's what I do, right? Well, not, yeah. not to get into putting you on the spot here, but not to get too, no, no, too no. vulnerable, but just what would be some of those things that would feel like, and it was almost like a, a false wall. It's like, oh, that didn't work, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And, but, yes. But then you ultimately went to these other tools, and what were those? So um, uh, counseling. Yeah. Counseling um, has been a lifeline for me um, the past, I mean, well, throughout my life, really, I got into counseling for the first time in my early twenties and I have been in and out of counseling my whole life, but this past year counseling has been a lifeline. So that was something, Mm. um, and godly counseling, um, so that they can understand how important my relationship with Jesus is and how that is my main lifeline. And so incorporating the two, um, being in a step study Mm. gives me a group of accountability that I can go to with anything because I'm working through these steps. This um, I'm working through these questions. The questions go really deep. You form, and I'm sure this has been your experience too, Rodney, you form um, a bond with these people in your step study that because you're, you're, you're going deeper than you normally would in a regular conversation. And so I can, I reach out um, and when I found myself at this place last January, I, I, I want to say that I felt sad, afraid, and lonely. Mm. Those were the three emotions dominating how I felt last yeah. January. And I went and I was at such a low place where it was like, I have to make some choice. I have, we ha- I have to do some things differently. So counseling, um, and then reaching out to my step study ladies to let them know exactly what was going on and how I was feeling, um, asking them to continue to reach out for me, to pray for me, leaning in to my quiet times in the morning. Yeah. Um, cause you want to talk about somebody who sees your pain and knows your pain, mm. um, and wants to be there for you. Jesus, he sees it. He knows it. He wants you there. And, and one thing I've talked about this at the summits. Um, one thing I would do is, um, just sit quietly with him and and just appreciate being in his presence the fact that we get to be in god's presence um and that he cares about me and that he loves me so just really leaning into that um Mm. and trying to to know that i'm seen and loved and valued um and keeping regular attendance which i already was with my celebrate recovery but um yeah yeah some of the tools 
you know, just even recently, just to be a little bit vulnerable, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago, I was in a training and I was with other professionals and I'm sitting in this room and the enemy was hammering on me. It was like I was feeling like uh, these people are tolerating me. Um, they don't really want me here. You're, you're a poser. What are you doing here? And I physically wanted to just run out of the room, but I couldn't, uh, you know, it was a continuing ed type thing, but, but I went out and I reached out, I called my wife, I called my sponsor and I just, I put it into words, but one of the things, and it, it helped me through that, but then coming out of that, uh, my journaling was focused on what that experience was like, right? I felt so lonely in that room. I had so many people around me, um, but I felt so lonely and just organizing that and writing that down. And Lord, this is what I was feeling. And these are the lies I was believing. And it made me want to do this. And my go-to, you know, in, in my dysfunction is to go get busy um, or just try to distract myself. That's how social media can be that way. You know, we just numb ourselves out scrolling and it's just mindless, yep. you know, and we're just searching for something that will fill that hole in my heart. Mm -hmm. Right. And it just doesn't do it. And so it's, it becomes discouraging and, and it just kind of fuels that. So turning to the right source, Jesus Christ, but then using the tools and the people around us, uh, so important. And you mentioned the, 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 the Friday nights. I mean, that's just good. Uh, the meal, you know, it's not just for food. It's yeah. it's for connection, right? Yeah. Solid Rock Cafe or yeah. Crosstalk Cafe, whatever you call it, that connection time after the small group. That's important too, isn't it? I can be feeling isolated at home and I walk into church or I walk into, well, Saddleback's kind of big. It's a big church, but I walk into Celebrate Recovery where I know people and they know me and it is life-giving. Yeah. Um, and I think, I, I love that you, what you said about, um, the enemy just putting those lies in your head of, um, you know, nobody wants you here. They're tolerating you. They're putting, yeah. I think that that's another tool too, is acknowledge is recognizing the lies and calling them out as lies. Yeah. Um, cause for me, some of the lies are you're burdening them again. They yeah. don't want to hear that you're sad. They don't want to hear that you're struggling. Lies. Um, Oh, you're, you're hurting. They only want fun. Jenny, they yeah. don't want, the hurting Jenny, who's not going to laugh. They want, they, you know, and I have, it's, it's recognizing that's a lie, calling it out as a lie yeah. and then fighting through that and going, what is the truth? And the truth is I know they love me. Um, hmm. and they care. They want to hear. That's so. huge. You've been reading my journal. I see. So you're kind of, <laughs> <laughs> not really, but you're speaking the exact same things I've been processing, but so man, we, we just, we're running out of time here. This goes by so fast. Been loving this, but Jenny, somebody's listening and maybe they are feeling that I mean, it feels like they're doing everything they can, but they're just feeling lonely. Um, and they just, they want that hole in their heart to be filled. What, what does Jenny Baker say? They're listening to your voice right now. What do you say to them in their loneliness to bring some encouragement? I would say if you're lonely, the first thing I would want to say is I'm really sorry. Mm. I'm sorry that you're hurting that way. I'm sorry that you're feeling that you're feeling that I have felt it too. Um, other people around you probably are feeling it as well. You're not alone in that feeling. Mm. Um, and then I would say, number one, 
if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, that he is waiting for you, that he loves you, he sees you, he sees your pain, and he wants to fill that void for you. So my 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 first encouragement is if you don't know Jesus, get to know Jesus. Um, yeah. And then my second encouragement is, is if you have a safe person in your life, reach out and tell them that you're feeling lonely. Reach out because there's so much power. I know for me in my mind, it's like, you can't share that. You can't share that. And then that's a lie. You can, people, people care. So yeah. if you have a safe person in your life, reach out and let them know how you're feeling. Yeah. And if you don't, come to Celebrate Recovery. We'd love to introduce you to some people that would love to to be that, yes. that uh, safe person. Well, well, we may need to do a part two on this. I don't know. I, we were just <laughs> rocking and rolling on that. But uh, Jenny, thank you. Love your heart so much and appreciate thank your leadership. You. you and Johnny are doing a phenomenal job leading this movement. Um, uh, Seven million plus people now have gone through this. So we just love you and and appreciate your heart. And thanks for bringing this question to the table. It, you you changed my perspective, and I appreciate that. <laughs> thanks, Rodney. Thank you. We 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 adore you, and we are so lucky that we get to do this with you. Yeah. So yeah, I love you guys you so much. Me. Yeah. Well, I love you too. Thank you guys for for listening in, and um, hope this has been a, a blessed uh, conversation for you. And I uh, just want to encourage you, if, if you're in that place of loneliness, you don't have to face that alone. Acknowledge where you are, and then let's make new choices in 2023. Find a group near you. You can find freedom and healing in that lonely place. Find hope. Just go to CelebrateRecovery.com forward slash groups, and uh, we will give you a list of groups near you, and um, you can plug in and join us on this road we call recovery. Hey, thanks for being with us today. And we hope you'll join us next time. Until then, God bless you.